Welcome back to Talking Pigskin. I'm your host, Jeremy Keehan. And man, oh man. at cowboy nation that's right what a win on thursday night football for the dallas cowboys um that was a hell of that was a season changer that that was uh that's got my outlook changing immensely uh i've said it since thursday's uh, conclusion of that game that this is what i was hoping for out of that defense that's what i thought their uh potential could line up to that's that was the reason why I, I was saying that uh, if they if they could have pulled off that Earl Thomas trade in season uh, prior to week four um, that that would have that could have been a type of move that would push them over the edge of being a legit contender and we don't have Earl Thomas and that defense has the Dallas Cowboys looking like a legit contender. At the very least, they are in the driver's seat to win that division. And in my mind, get me to the dance with that defense and that running game. And I'll sign over my uh, I don't even know how to I don't even know how to word it. I'll, I'll sign over my disbelief. I'll, uh, I'll jump in with both feet and uh, uh, set myself up to be heartbroken if it don't uh, if it don't pan out the way I want it to. But that's getting a little bit ahead of myself. Uh, you know, there's still still a month of uh, regular season left, but it is crunch time, and it is encouraging to see my team rolling uh, to a fourth straight uh, victory, especially uh, considering who they're playing on that uh, on that Thursday night game. Um, by no means did New Orleans have a great game. Um, it was the first first time in his career that Breeze started a game 0 for 4. Uh, and as Aikman said on the, the game cast, uh, that's not even that bad. <laughs> and it's not. I mean, you can you can get off to a slow 0, 0 for 4 start and, and still have a great game. But it was pretty obvious that... Uh, that Dallas was all over them from the beginning. Uh, Breeze was really never comfortable in that pocket um and that's you saw him make a, a throw early that could have been picked off by Jordan Lewis uh he just couldn't get his fingers under under it before it hit the turf and then it was almost like a a deja vu play that last last play uh for the the Saints offense when uh when Jordan Lewis did, did get the pick and sealed that victory um I had said uh, prior to the game on Thursday, I asked uh, I asked a buddy of mine, "Do you think we play more dime defense um, this week against the Saints and and bring in that extra cornerback and and put Jordan Lewis on on Alvin Kamara?" And uh, I had heard that on Dallas radio earlier in the week, and I I thought that's you know I hope that that's actually uh, some insider information and and. Uh, I believe it was Brian Broaddus that said it um, as a suggested idea, and I'm assuming that he had seen that being executed in practice throughout the week, 
And um, as soon as I heard it, I, I thought that that sounds like a great game plan, um, at least to, to neutralize them. Um, and really, I mean, the Saints stars didn't really do anything on offense. Like Kamara had a very pedestrian day. Michael Thomas had 40 yards receiving. Um, now he can go and complain that he was being held on every on every play, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, and I think the most encouraging thing for me as a Cowboy fan viewing that game is they won their way. Uh, they had 37 minutes, almost 38 minutes of, of ball possession. Um, when your defense only has to play 22 minutes of defense and they're, and they're rallying to the ball and flying sideline to sideline the way they are, um, like that, that young defense just has so much speed. Um, they, they were able to, like multiple times, especially on the two, what could have been game-changing Randy Gregory penalties, um, I'm, I'm sure that I wasn't the only Cowboy fan going, okay, here come the wheels about to fall off. We played great for three quarters, and now it's those, those early field goals in the game when we were up 13 nothing instead of 21 you know, I, I had a feeling that, that was going to come back and bite us in the ass. And, uh, you know, luckily they just continued to, to make a great place. Um, whether it was taken away by penalty or not, uh, they continued to battle. They won the, uh, the turnover battle. Um, they won the, the time of possession. And despite, uh, Dak's, uh, inability to hold on to the ball at crucial times they they had a chance up until the end and and it was a defensive night through and through uh they were the storyline um if you would have told me that Dak Prescott gets sacked seven times Ezekiel Elliott only has uh 76 yards rushing zero rushing touchdowns and Amari Cooper is going to have a fumble on our side of the 50 and we only score 13 points, and you told me that before the game, I'm thinking we lose 43-13. <laughs> um, but instead, we get the three-point victory, and, uh, you know, we're, we're feeling good going into our 10 days of rest before Philly next Sunday night, and uh, just a, I know a lot of teams were thinking, you know, it's, uh, or a lot of fans were thinking, I hate that we got to play the Saints right now. We're, you know, we're three games in a row, and, and looking to get a nice run going, and it's too bad we got to play the Saints because it's just going to tighten up our division. And it didn't. So uh, I said it last week uh, when I had my co-host here that uh, they are at the very least in the driver's seat. And although the NFC East was still essentially wide open at that point, I felt the Cowboys were in control of their own uh, destiny and... They're, it's even more solidified that they control their own death. Just continue winning, and, and you're going to win that division. Um, Giants are base. They're they're out of it. Even when they uh, they were saying they're going to run off eight in a row or whatever after they got their second victory to get to three and seven or whatever. I never really was counting them in. Um, and with uh, Washington and Philly still having to play each other twice in the next, I think, three weeks, that's going to work itself out, essentially, uh, between them. 
Um, I, I never really thought with all the talent in the NFC that Dallas was going to have a chance at a wild card, um, especially now the way that's shaping out with with Carolina and Seattle looking like uh, basically locks for the sixth seed uh, between one of those two, and they both have uh, strength of victory over over Dallas, so there wouldn't be any sort of uh, good tiebreaker situations there. So they just got to continue winning and take care of their own business and just win that, that NFC East and uh, at the very worst have a fourth seed in a, in a first-round home game. Um, I honestly think if they can win out um, – and if Chicago can stumble, I don't know how long Trubisky's going to be out, but, I mean, they've got three losable games uh, down the stretch. They could very easily lose to the Packers, they could lose to the Rams, and they could lose that last game of the season to the Vikings. So if they do that and there's three losses, that would and Dallas wins out, that would put them in the three spot. Uh, I'm not willing to say that will happen yet, but it's I'm definitely looking at it. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Chicago does with uh, Chase Daniels again. Uh, starting at quarterback today, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick rundown of the point spread picks and just straight up picks I'm gonna make for uh, for this Sunday's action. Um, I just wanted to do a uh, a little bit of a breakdown of that thir- that amazing Thursday night game. I was I was holding out to see if uh, Mike and I would be able to make our schedules work this week. Unfortunately, we couldn't. Uh, but I didn't want to miss a week not doing the podcast, so I wanted to at least talk a little bit of shit about my Cowboys and then uh, uh, throw you my picks for this week. So it's not going to be uh, as long of a podcast as, as normal this week. Uh, just wanted to check in with you guys basically and and let you know what I'm thinking for the weekend for picks. And uh, hopefully we get back into the regular schedule next week with Mike and we can... Uh, we can talk some more pigskin uh, other than just making our picks for the week. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, and, yeah, I'll uh, I'll make my picks here in a second. Okay, so let's get into these picks here. Um, for just uh, straight up uh, picks, all the money lines, um, I'm just going to do this rapid fire. Uh, I like Atlanta on the money line. I like Carolina straight up on the road. Same with Chicago over the Giants. Um, I like Miami at home against Buffalo. It's going to be a close game, I think. Uh, that could be a uh, that could be a pro line tie uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about within three points. Um, Another road team, actually a couple road teams in a row here. I like uh, the Colts on the road against Jacksonville. I know Indy's got their starting center, Kelly, out. And also, uh, I believe Darius Leonard is on the injury report. So I don't know if he's playing or not today. Um, Recording this uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time Sunday morning. So um, full injury reports haven't been released yet. But I'm still taking the Colts just because... As my my co-host that's not with me this week, uh, the Jags said a couple weeks ago, their season's over. Um, I believe Jalen Ramsey wasn't practicing this week, so if that's the case, Andrew Luck might just go and have a field day. Um, next game, my first, I guess, my first, uh, yeah, basically my first upset that I like this week is 
maybe not a popular opinion, but I'm going to take the Browns on the road against Houston. Um, and I know I was the one on the podcast a couple weeks ago saying, look at Houston's schedule. They might they might run the table after starting 0-3. Um, and I still think they very well could do that. But if they don't, I think, I think this could be a game. Cleveland's looked better since firing Hugh Jackson. Um, it's still a, such a giant leap of faith to take Cleveland on the road. But uh, I'm going to do it. Um, weirder things have happened in the NFL this year. So let's go Cleveland on the road. Um, continue with the road team trend. Let's go Denver on the road over Cincy. They're a mess. Um, Rams on the road over the Lions. I like Green Bay at home over Arizona. Big surprise. Kansas City, uh, despite them being in the hunt for a new running back. <laughs> There's my corny little cream hunt joke for the week. Um, I still haven't watched that video for the... For the record, I don't know if I want to watch it. Um, that shit's disgusting to me. And I don't know if I... if I'm sure Mike and I will touch on it next week, but... For now, uh, let's just say that Mahomes is just going to have a better day. <laughs> so Kansas City over Oakland, probably in a landslide. Uh, I don't care, it's a divisional game. Um, Tennessee at home against the Jets might be closer than some are thinking but I'm still going to go Tennessee uh, I like Seattle to continue their good play at home against San Fran um, I'm going to take New England at home against Minnesota I like Pittsburgh at home against the Chargers. That's probably going to be a back and forth game. Whoever has the ball last is probably going to score. But I'm going to I'm going to go with the home team and yeah, I like I like Pittsburgh in that game. I've I've clearly been going back and forth as you hear me him and Haw here. Um, and then finally Monday night I'll take Philadelphia. Um, I just don't trust Colt McCoy on the road. Uh, I don't have any reason to, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not just gonna jump out there and take a leap of faith. So I think the Eagles uh, get themselves a little bit of momentum, getting a second straight win, going into a big game with uh, my Cowboys next week. Uh, yeah. So just a quick rundown. I got Atlanta. Carolina, Chicago, Miami, Indy, Cleveland, Denver, LA, Green Bay, KC, Tennessee, Seattle, New England, Pittsburgh, and Philadelphia. So those are my money line picks. And now for my point spreads. Um, I'll take Atlanta to cover the one and a half. Same with Carolina and Chicago to cover the four. That's what I've got it as now. Uh, Buffalo might be worth taking those points. It's three and a half right now. Uh, I might just leave that one alone, but uh, Buffalo might be worth... Uh, Josh Allen looked 
better than I thought he was going to at all his rookie season last week. Um, so, and that defense is is at least serviceable. So Buffalo might be worth the play at at plus three and a half. Um, I think Indy might like again. I said I don't care. It's a, a road divisional game. And I really don't, because I think that they're just going to put it on Jacksonville. Uh, so I'm going to take that that Indy five and a, minus five and a half. Uh, I love Cleveland plus six and a half, and because of that, I think that's maybe what got me going with them on the money line, maybe. Um, and I'm just looking at the QB like it's going to be a great young quarterback matchup, Baker versus uh, Deshaun Watson. So. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm taking Cleveland plus six and a half. Uh, I'm probably going to stay away from that Denver-Cincinnati one. I know that I just finished saying Cincinnati's terrible, and they are. They're a mess. Uh, now Dalton's on IR. I still don't think... Uh, they've got Green, uh, AJ Green coming back, so... But even with that said, I don't really trust Denver to win by seven, even though they very well could score seven more points with their defense than since he does total so uh, maybe it is worth a look at Denver minus six uh, Rams minus 11 that's a lot of points for a road <coughs> pardon me for a road team but uh, uh, I probably will just leave that one alone as well um, actually really these are four spreads in a row that I don't really like that much at all. Denver minus six, Rams minus eleven, Green Bay minus fourteen and a half, and the same thing with the Chiefs. It's um, a lot of points to lay on the road, and it's a lot of points to lay with Green Bay. At despite them being at home and playing a terrible Arizona team, like, wouldn't it be weird if this is just the day that David Johnson decides to explode and? Green Bay's got to dig themselves out of a, an early hole, and because of it, they're never able to cover that spread. Um, so that's a weird one. Even the Tennessee minus eight and a half. It's just a lot of these spreads seem. If it wasn't for that half point, they'd look like a lot of pushes. But uh, one big spread that I do like is that Seattle minus eleven at home. I think they're going to beat up on the Niners. Um. I think that New England-Minnesota game is going to be pretty tight. Um, Minnesota might be a good play at plus six. Um, I said I like Pittsburgh to win the game, but they're minus three and a half, and I think that, like I said, that's going to be a tight game back and forth, and that half point might just be enough to entice me to take the Chargers plus three and a half. And... Uh, Despite not being able to trust Colt McCoy to win a game on the road, I might trust him to not lose by more than six on Monday night. Um, so, yeah, really, there, that's a lot of uh, indecision for, for your listeners. Uh, so hopefully uh, I just I just confused you as much as I made myself feel looking down this, this spreadsheet here. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll leave you with that. It's it's kind of a weird week uh, for for the podcast. Uh, 
doing another solo one, uh, basically last minute, just so I don't miss a week. So, uh, yeah, hopefully that uh, this doesn't deter you from tuning in next week. Um, and if I if I helped anyone out with uh, any anything that I'm thinking, then uh, you're welcome. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in, and uh, that's gonna be it for this week. Uh, follow us on Twitter, talking underscore pigskin. Follow us on Instagram, Talking Pigskin Pod, and uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe. Give a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, need as many five-star reviews as possible just to uh, show the uh, show the review on the, the website. Um, we currently don't have enough uh, reviews to uh, have a an average, I guess. Uh, so, if you enjoy the show, please. Uh, Go on iTunes and subscribe and uh, give a five-star review. Uh, We appreciate it, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace out.